Hey, this is Steve. Ready for a Steve Spotlight. Gonna put the spotlight. What's up, Steve? Oh, hey, how are you? There's someone already here. <laughs> What's that? Hey, Belly Biscuits. How are yes. you doing today? I'm doing great. I just emailed you and let you know that I am actually the uh, the spotlight. Right. Belly biscuits. Yes, I'm. I was prepared. Pod had <laughs> sent me a message regarding belly biscuits. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. So, have you uh, you've been improvising for a while? Um. Well, you could say that I'm in sales, and I've been in sales for about. Oh, let's see here—seven years, which is basically improvising for seven years. And I've been a part of a couple different events that were held on uh, Fridays. Really enjoyed it. Um, oh, good. Truly uh, here loved on it. Bear? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, fantastic. Well, very good. So I usually just kind of ask a little bit about improv. I don't know if you've listened to one of these, um, but I usually just kind of chat about improv. Oh, you have. Perfect. Yeah. Well, then what do I do now? I'm, I'm all, <laughs> I'm at a loss. No, I'm not. Um, I ask, like, when you're in a scene, when you're in an improv scene, kind of what are you, what are you doing? What are you trying to do? So what I'm trying to do uh, personally and mentally is I try to picture the scene in my mind that mm -hmm. like what is going on, who are the characters, where are they at, what are they doing, and then describe every detail down to the finest detail and uh, try to make it funny because yeah. nobody wants to have an improv that's not enjoyable. Well, I guess you could make it more than just funny. If your um, passion isn't comedy, it could be thriller. It could be a uh, all sorts of different things. Um, sure. But for me, it's comedy. So yeah. I try to picture all of the characters, what they look like, how they speak, and make it enjoyable to myself. Yeah. I, that, I mean, everything you're saying makes a lot of sense. And and this is kind of a unique answer, by the way. So I don't think I've heard someone kind of mention this kind of picturing what's going on. Uh, that makes me wonder, have you done improv in person? So I have not done improv in person. Um, but I mean, is there's just a lot of conversations that I've had throughout my life, which I'm I'm still young. I'm not even 30 years old yet. But a lot of the conversations I have are... Um, just ones that are enjoyable, funny, like I said, uh, funny, creative, and um, you really have to think outside of the box. Like uh, when, when you think about somebody walking to the store, for example, um, somebody walking to the store, like how do you picture them? And then how do you picture them in a whole different universe per se? So you could be talking about a giraffe walking to the store and grabbing whatever they need. Um, yeah. So that, that's that's kind of how I try to improv. And it, 
I've listened to a couple and actually have participated in two um, improvs. And that's that's kind of the mindset that I take when I go into an improv is I want to be outside of the norm and have fun with the improv. Yeah. What do you think a draft needs when they go to the store? Boy, a draft. A lot of times I would say a draft would probably need an inhaler depending on uh, where they're being kept um, because a lot of the, uh, the emissions and smog that they're experiencing at a whole different mm. level and different altitude, a uh, an inhaler would be excellent for them to utilize. But the only problem is it's very difficult to get up there. So yeah. um, they've actually asked the uh, the blackbirds, which which are typically a bird that is sort of frowned upon. Uh, blackbird is typically seen as useless, but the giraffes have found a need in the blackbirds, and uh, the blackbirds bring the inhalers up to the giraffes, uh-huh. and the giraffes are able to breathe more clearly after um, they're given their inhalers. I see. Now, did the blackbirds, do they get anything in return, or is this uh, like a little bit of altruism on their part? Uh, it's it's more of just like a, a public defense. So the giraffes have ah. great status in the animal kingdom, and uh, they are able to walk up to a bunch of different animals and, and even human beings and, and let them know that the blackbirds are not as bad as we think they are. They, mm. they actually help the giraffes survive this climate that we're currently living in. Mm. So it's a little bit of image control on the part of the blackbirds kind of, uh, you know, they have, they have sort of uh, uh, amongst humans, they have a negative, we have kind of have a negative view for them. So they're kind of doing something, uh, a little bit of service there. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's a little more special as to, yeah. you know, like I said, it goes outside of the norm of what we typically perceive as humans, uh, in improv, you get to kind of yeah. live outside of the box and, and have fun with, uh, what you're talking about and what you're joking about. And uh, live in a whole universe that is, it, it, it'll never happen. Yeah. But it, it happens in our brains and our minds. And mm. it's kind of like a movie or uh, a stand-up stand comedy skit, something along those lines of yeah. living outside of reality for just yeah. a moment. Yeah. And yeah, I imagine that is a, like, a, I mean, I think it's, for me, it's definitely like a release somehow. Um, Cause yeah, you're dealing with that kind of other reality. You leave your own, your own behind and maybe that in some way prepares you for unexpected situations in some way. It makes you kind of, you know, you, you're, you're never going to have to defend why or how inhalers work for drafts. <laughs> but I mean, you are applying, you're applying logic to, to what you've already said, right? So you commit to it and you got to, you, you, and in a lot of ways, you're just kind of exploring where that kind of first impulse can take you. Right. 
Yeah, a hundred percent. So where where did you get your start for, uh, with with improv? I know you started this whole community, and it's an excellent community. Ah, no, Eric uh, Ebone Capone, who's another person on here, created the entire website. Um, and so that's not me. I did. I started the, or I started doing improv on here a little bit after COVID started. Um, but I've been doing improv like uh, I'm I'm from Denver. Um, I've been doing improv for a, for for several years, just around uh, theaters and meetups around in the area, um, and I've taken classes in it, and uh, you know, so so yeah, I've been doing it for like a few years. Yeah, this, the, like I said, the whole platform is amazing. Um, finally, Pod is back in here. Uh, he introduced me to the platform, and yeah. once he introduced me, fell in love and started sort of not researching on a daily basis, but just sort of uh, watching whose line is it anyway. Yeah. I'm sure you're familiar with that uh, from like a comedy standpoint. Uh, the improv there is just excellent, and those guys are extremely talented. So, yeah. Next goal is to uh, sort of join a group like that, uh, which kind of like Oozbear, um, yeah, is is very. It's uh, it's frequent, it's consistent, and it's a great place to train and learn how to do better with improv. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, what's nice is they're like, yeah, the community on here is really, I mean, the platform's really great, but the like the people that you meet on here are really great because, uh, yeah, I mean, they're just trying to, we're just trying to have fun together, really. And if we get better, that's also a bonus. And we certainly, I'm sure we do, because <laughs> just interacting with people, you must improve. Uh, that's awesome. Um, so I liked how you in your what you said you kind of so you're picturing the scene and you're kind of focusing on details and i think that's really uh that's fantastic because i think sometimes just you know details alone are what people find funny um yeah, yeah. so there's there's yeah. been a couple different improvs that i was a part of and it almost developed into we each had our own characters so being able to remember which person is which character and speaking to them appropriately was, um, I mean, it, it, it's a skill that's learned. It's a talent that's learned. So um, knowing how to talk to each individual, it makes a better improv, in my opinion. So having the ability to see uh, each character as if they're an actual person brilliant yeah so it's it's a talent that is developed over time um yeah so yeah definitely um, yeah. I, I lost words there oh yeah i think i think <laughs> you know the audience or you know or the people you're playing with they're you're they're they're your audience too you know they've seen tons of media they've seen tons of movies and television and we're we're pretty good at registering like consistency i think plot wise people look like looking for plot holes and tearing that apart but i think just consistency and character as well people pick up on that um and so when you're kind of able to do that with the character and play it play that character logically like what would they actually do i think 
that's that's kind of making the you know you said it's like a universe that kind of makes it more real. Yeah, and then uh, going outside of the realm of true reality, like obviously a blackbird is not going to grab an inhaler and give it to a giraffe, but the uh, the logistics of it actually happening it makes you pay attention to it and say that's yeah. not complete uh, bull crap. That's <laughs> That's really interesting. That why did they think of that, and why did their mind go there? Yeah, and then the, and then the the fact that you're you're taking it seriously, it's silly, but the fact that you're taking it seriously makes it better because because you're just committing because it's the it's it's kind of betraying the fact that you're a rational person, you understand how things work, but this one thing you've kind of made up a little bit, and now you're willing to explore how it might work and trying to take it seriously as possible is just inherently funny, I think. Right. Yeah. I like 1, taking, yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. I was going to say, I like taking, like people don't like ta maybe taking the humor apart. I like taking it apart a little bit. I don't think it ruins it. No, absolutely not. Um, kind of like what I was saying in terms of like blackbirds, um, but you could go anywhere with it. Like mm -hmm. you could talk about shoes actually, you know, walking themselves out the door. Like, how is that possible? It's not possible, but I'm going to make logistical sense of this and make you believe that it actually happened. So you can actually picture it. And, um, you know, it's, it, it's just like a fictional book or any sort of movie that's not real, like star Wars or, anything along those lines. Um, Game of Thrones is probably the most recent one that was super popular with the public community. Um, you know, it, it all makes sense and it, it becomes believable. And that's kind of what improv is to me. And, yeah. um, you know, it just happens in real time and it can either be terrible or it can be yeah. good. <laughs> Most of the time it's uh, I need a lot of help from the audience because my mind goes somewhere. And then after two minutes of talking and coming up with a bunch of um, phony material, the audience is able to give their input what do you uh, mean? where they see the story going. So I'll like come up with a storyline, subject line, um, and then I will get caught caught up in my characters. Uh, so I'll come to a stopping point in my speaking, and the audience that I've been able to communicate with on um, Fridays, there's several of them, so they have a different viewpoint of where this story should go. Um, whereas I'm like my mind is is done. Like I've spoken my line. I don't know where else to go, but the people that are listening to me, they are picturing where this story should go in their minds. And then they pick up. And then as soon as they pick up, my mind starts going again. And that's, uh, it makes for a great skit, um, having yeah. several individuals, uh, or even just one other individual having, an improv session with you. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's, yeah, depending on how, 
what you're trying to do, having that other kind of person to kind of bounce things off of is creates a different kind of energy, I think, because I think, you know, that is a, it's a demonstration of if, if you're genuinely reacting to what the other person's like giving you, the audience or who's ever participating or watching or whatever, they know, they like know how long you've had to come up with a reaction and, and deal with whatever's going on. And I think they appreciate that, you know, when it's, when it's from you, it's from some kind of, it's a, like a, it's a, like a genuine reaction. Right. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, so I kind of said, you know, I think, you know, details are one of the things that people would find funny. And you said that's one of, and, you know, sometimes in, I've, I've heard the advice, you know, don't try to be funny. And I think that's fine. Some other improv people would tell you, well, then what the hell are we trying to do? You know, of course you want, of course you want to be funny. That's kind of nonsense. Um, but do you have any like thoughts on that? Like if, if, if being funny is one of the things you're trying to do, like, how do you look at that? Uh, I, I would say don't necessarily try to be funny, but mm -hmm. what I would say is live outside of reality because this is a time to be sort of ridiculous and outside of the norm. So just speaking upon just random things about whatever your, your mind, wherever your mind takes you, be able to take the next step of outside of reality but make it make sense. So that's when it comes back to it's a talent of kind of speaking in, uh, in a better term, in a terrible term, bullshit. Um, just be, let your mind wander, connect the dots, yeah. bring it back to the central place. Um, but don't necessarily try to be funny. Because being outside of reality is funny in itself. Yeah. But when you're trying yeah. to be funny, then it becomes something where you are trying too hard and your audience, the, the individuals that are, you're participating with and improv with, mm -hmm. um, they can kind of read that you're trying to be funny. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but just being outside of reality and connecting the dots but acting serious, that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I think you had it. Yeah, absolutely what you're saying. Um, well, oh, you you put it so well, and I immediately forgot what you said. <laughs> uh, uh, like, don't try to be funny. Go outside of reality. Let your mind explore. Yeah. Um, see the situation in your mind. Like, develop characters in your mind. Yeah. Um, connect the dots. Make the story seem real. And that's when it'll seem funny or yeah. believable or whatever you want it to feel. So it could be romantic. It could be thrilling. It could be a horror story. Uh, it could be comedic, but yeah. just go outside of reality and connect the dots to make it make sense. Yeah. I think, yeah, making it, whatever, making the thing seem real, like dramatizing what it is, is going to, is, is what draws people in and like, I mean, if anyone, any audience members watching it, I mean, I think they've tacitly agreed to be taking it uh, seriously a certain amount. I mean, right? Like, I mean, yeah. if you're even watching something, you're like, I'm, I'm allowing this to be a, 
you know, dramatized form in front of me. And, you know, you can pay that off by you as, as the person in it, you should, as opposed to being trying to like, just be funny and you should be taking it seriously in a way to, to, to honor that, to honor their commitment to what the, the scene is, that what they perceive it to be. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be funny all the time. Most of the time it ends up being funny because a lot of us want to escape our minds and um, develop a storyline that becomes comedic because that's what most people enjoy in my opinion, personal opinion. So when we do start talking about getting outside of norm, we create personalities that represent, you know, politics or um, sports, uh, anything that's more like serious and making comedy out of it. Yeah. But it could always go into different subjects as well. Yeah. I, I think if you go into the, if you, you know, so those serious subjects, like almost like, like truth is almost funnier than just kind of taking it not seriously. Cause I feel like, like, okay, if you go into it and you're trying to be like a, like, like politics, if you're being a broad caricature of a politician, like that's actually, I think people get that in their head, maybe from SNL or whatever, but that's actually (laughs) really hard. That's really hard to do, especially on the fly. And I, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a good idea. Maybe some people pull it off. I don't know. I, I wouldn't, but I think more because they're, they're going to probably just make that person stupid. And I think acting like a stupid person is kind of also not, is not going to go the distance sometimes. Yep. Uh, yeah. hundred percent agree with that. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with it, but I think, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think instead, instead the thing to do is like, 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 I mean, what do you, I mean, you know, if you're, if you're being a politician, I think it's, well, it's probably more interesting to take on like the topics of politics more and more of a broader way than being like a specific po- person because a specific politician person, they're going to be forgotten eventually. I don't know. People have different feelings towards them too. So, meh. Yeah. Uh, it actually comes back to one of the things. So what I do normally is I'm in marketing now. So what I preach most is stay relevant. So a lot of the topics now are politically related. Um, But I remember when Bernie Sanders had, uh, there was that picture of him with his mask on, his arms were crossed, his legs were crossed, and he was sitting in his chair and a lot of different businesses utilized that to stay relevant. It wasn't necessarily uh, right versus left. It was just a funny picture to utilize in a lot of different marketing. So that would be something to, to, to focus on and uh, to stay relevant. But of course, like if there's like serious political right or left issues, maybe stay away from those. In marketing, for sure. I would even, I'm surprised that even like just Bernie Sanders isn't enough of a polarizing person. <laughs> Well, he is for sure, but that picture alone was just hilarious for yeah. all parties involved. Yeah, he's just like he's an he's an old guy with his mittens, like <laughs> not impressed. Yeah. That was when when was that? Was that when 
Trump was elected or was that when Biden was elected? Oof. Uh, it was oh, like right on the line of, of Biden being elected, I'm pretty sure. Okay. okay. It was like during, it was during the voting season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, having that image with him. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that image alone, just implementing that image into so many different things or talking about that image. Like we could talk about that image, um, say what he was feeling. Hey. Pictures are 100, <laughs> thousand words, they're worth a thousand words. A million. Per million, millions of pixels. Um, what do you think about? Uh, so you've meant you mentioned uh, like kind of connecting the dots here. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know the kind of way I'm thinking about it. Like if you kind of start, you kind of start off with like a, maybe this is like a premise, and it's like the dot is in the middle of nowhere. It's not connected to anything. Mm -hmm. um, and then you kind of. <laughs> You explore, I don't know, I'm just thinking out loud, I don't know if this is a question, but then you explore around it for a while, right? And then you said you, you kind of go back to a central place, right? Um, yep. I guess, I think that's right. Because <laughs> um, I, I, I think once, yeah, I mean, once you get, kind of get maybe one kind of a premise or an, an unusual thing, I guess, actually, you should kind of like revolve around that a little bit. Cause I don't think if you keep on throwing out these dots out in space, like you keep throwing out more and more kind of random ones, you're going to, for one thing, you're going to have a trouble connecting them together. Right. Um, right. And I think you also, it's just going to be a bunch of dots and doesn't look like anything. Too. Right. So, Basically, how I would describe that in my brain is that uh, so when you're talking about a dot, a singular dot, let's say it's this past weekend, it was uh, a horror movie um, or a horror theme. So that's your first dot. So each character within an improv is a single dot. So you want your dots to be sort of closely related before they get all scattered. So if I'm, if I'm talking about a lamp and we start talking about electricity and then I start talking about power companies and power companies evolves into some sort of other issue. Um, before you have too many dots, that's kind of when we sweep the scene. Like yeah. there's too many dots. There's too many different things going on. The scene is over. It's lost. It's not funny anymore, or it's not entertaining anymore. Um, so like staying in the same pattern or same sort of um, quadrant, I guess, if there's quadrants of um, subjects, like, yeah. Uh, keeping everything focused in a singular place, then you can have more dots. But as soon as the dots start getting all scattered, it just doesn't make sense. And that's when you sweep the subject and, and start a new improv. I think it's the same as like, like have, just having conversations with people, right? We, we refer to them as conversational threads and you follow some for a while and I, I don't know, it's always interesting to me, like, 
I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's a good, a good tactic or what. But I mean, what do you think when you're in a conversation? Depends on how. I don't know. You can say something almost in some conversations. You can almost say something completely random, right? Or sometimes you can't. Sometimes people are like, "Well, that was random, right?" Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the difference is between. That's probably a social problem of mine. What's, what, what's the difference? What's the difference between when you can do that and when you can't? I don't know. Maybe you know. Oh, I. I mean, there's no rhyme or reason or exact science, but of course there's. <laughs> There's there's buddies of mine that I can have a crazy ass conversation with. Like we could talk uh, or say things that make absolutely no sense, and it's hilarious to us. Versus mm-hmm. if I say that to my wife or some other people at work or something along those lines, they're like, "What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> like, yeah. get away from me." <laughs> yep. So it I just I mean it depends on the audience and what mm-hmm. they enjoy. For sure. The all, all important reading the room and reading the audience. Yeah. So the, I mean, most of the improv here on Uzbear that I've experienced, a lot of the individuals are pretty open to uh, myself speaking a little crazy, <laughs> like a little more off the wall. Um, but uh, it it always needs to make sense. It always needs to tie yeah. back to the actual subject in order for it to be enjoyable. Otherwise, you're yeah. just crazy. Yeah, I th- yeah I agree. I th- yeah I think people get caught on the throwing out the random stuff. Um, because maybe sometimes they, I don't know if that gets laughed. Sometimes I think they they're thinking they need to throw something interesting or something good into the scene, when it's really sometimes it's just you know. I think work with the tools and work with the things you've already kind of thrown out there um, should be kind of the strategy for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, that that comes back to creating characters in your mind and having like a limited amount of characters. Cause when you have too many characters that mm-hmm. creates too many quote unquote dots. Um, yeah. So having the uh, limited amount of characters and they all kind of play their role um, and focus on on the subject but but go outside of reality for sure that's oh i i i dropped i dropped all of the note cards so uh i don't know i have no idea how you're big you're gonna go out there you gotta preach but i just dropped them all i didn't mean to (laughs) What? i I didn't yeah, they're all. I'm. Yeah, I mean, hey, you're taking it pretty good. I, I mean, I dropped them all. They're blown around in here. <laughs> I can't tell if this is an improv or if you're being for real. Oh no, I've. I I know you're 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 thinking that I didn't drop that 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 you know it's such a big speech that I I wouldn't be such an idiot and drop all the note cards but I dropped them and now I feel like you're going to be mad at me and I'm going to have to spend the day in a closet <laughs> Well uh how big's a closet Oh Harry Potter would be able to be uh to fit in because you might be lucky if you're actually hidden under some stairs in a closet um and, you know, there's enough space for you to, to live and survive. 
I, I mean, I think, I think I'll be able to survive if you put me in the closet, but I mean, you know, I only have this one outfit and so it, it, it's not that very big a closet, but it's, it's, you know, it's small enough that I'll learn my net lesson, but it's big enough that I won't die. Well, I mean, the good news is that uh, body order only transfers into like heavy bacterial places. So when when you think about it, if you're stuck in a closet that's, you know, a substantial size, you'll be fine for several days, weeks, months, maybe. Yeah. I like to think sometimes that my my own body odor, you know, when I'm in the closet, my own body odor is, you know, it's like a friend of mine. That's sort of how I mentally get through it sometimes. Wait a second. Do you actually talk to your body odor? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's what I, I mean, you know, sometimes we get into like little tips, but I generally consider my body odor to be a friend. So yeah, most of the time we are talking. What kind of language do you speak in? Are you speaking in English? Do you both have your the same voice or uh, kind of walk I mean, me through that? I mean, I have the I, I have the same voice. I talk, I talk like I normally talk, but you know, Okay, I don't, I don't want to get in a tiff again with my body odor, but, but luckily this morning, since you have such a big speech coming up, that I did, you know, I did shower and everything, so my body odor's not around right now. But, but I, but my body odor is a little bit pompous. Okay, he speaks, you know, you know, very regally. Well, here's what we can do. Um, I can actually cut a hole out of the drywall and provide oh. you with, you know, proper toiletries, uh, ah. toilet paper, paper towels. But the thing is, um, you know, I only have so much money for for like Uh-oh. bio material. So uh, yeah. deodorant, um, it has any sort of baby powder that you may need. Uh, you know, I, I really, I really think you will be fine for oh. several months until the police find you, uh, oh. because let's be honest, they're, they're I definitely going to be searching and it's yeah. going to be a whole deal and I'm going to have to talk to the news. Yeah. They're going to want to know why the biggest preacher in the country's right hand man is suddenly uh, gone that people are going to notice that they're not standing there listening beside you uh, you know just being over joyous all the time with a big grin on my face because everything you say is just completely right yeah well it's going to be really weird when they find you at a nun's house <laughs> uh, yeah. it's going to take a while for them to actually find you um, I already got Sister Jean, Sister Jeanette, yeah. Sister yeah. Franny. They're all on my side. Um, yeah, we're going to lock you in there. Oh, what's difficult about them is, you know, you know what? They, they care a lot about the fact that I'm in a closet and scrabbling around in there and just clawing up the walls and everything, but... They don't ever say anything about it because of the vow of silence they took. Uh, well, um, 
Yeah, we uh, we told them that this is God's will, so yeah. uh, they they took it to heart, and yeah. we're we're gonna have to keep you in the closet for a, a period of time. Like I said, we'll we'll give you all uh, all that you kind of need to take care of yourself. We'll give you some some ramen noodles and pizza rolls, and we'll we'll feed those to you through uh, a hole in the door. This this hole in the door right here at the bottom right. Um, but yeah, as far as like the bathroom aspect, um, just use the, uh, the grocery bags. Um, yeah. you can, you can pee through the hole in the wall. That's fine. Um, oh, yeah. but, um, yeah, I, I, I really think you'll be fine in this, in this oh, hole. Like I said, Harry Potter did it for a while. Yeah. And he grew up to be alive. So that's nice for him. Grew up to be a whole wizard, yeah, the greatest I mean, wizard ever. Hey, hey, if if that happens to me, I I would be overjoyed. But I mean, you know, I've got to be have reasonable expectations. I just hope that I survive this lesson. No, you'll be fine. the uh, The ramen noodles are super nutritious. Uh, yeah, they, I mean, yeah. they have like a thousand percent sodium and nothing else. Um. And uh, the pizza rolls have a lot of protein. Uh, we we got the pepperoni ones, so those oh. are probably the best. Hey, thank you. Um, I, and, I, I and you'll have that. a place to poop and pee accordingly, yeah. as long as you use the grocery bags uh, mm. for your poop. Right. The, right. That's that's the best. But be sure to shove those through the hole in in the wall. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll we'll make sure that you're taken care of, and uh, yeah, may survive. Yeah, yeah. I I look forward to knowing whether I'm going to survive or not. And I'm I'm really you know that the sausage in the pizza rolls that's really a step up for me because I thought I was doomed for just the regular the regular cheese and sauce ones. And, you know, that's not enough flavor to keep the mind on the, you know, keep the wheels of your, keep the hands of your mind on the steering wheel of sanity when you're locked in a closet like that. But I think that extra flavor bouquet will really bring me through to survive. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Uh, so oh. while you're locked in there, if you want to look forward to something, what we're really mm. trying to do here is we're trying to turn you into the next Superman. What? We actually have a couple doctors coming in, and they're going to operate oh. on the room, so quiet down in there. Oh, oh. well, the doctor it has to be quiet from the doctors who, who are performing the experiment? Yeah, because it sounds like the police are coming right now, oh. so oh, no. calm it down. You could be the next Superman or Iron Man. Like, don't you want that? Yeah. Oh, of course I do. That's, that's, you know, I think, you know, next to being a wizard, yeah, my dream would be to be like a, like a Superman or an Iron Man. Oh, by the way, I, I found one of the, the note cards for your speech. It's the one where it says, you know, always tell the truth and never be a deceiver. So that's a good one. You can keep that. Yeah, I'm going to take that. Um, uh, I will hand it to the police officers uh, just oh. to show them that I am a very honest man. Um, I created yeah. note cards uh, 
to remind myself to be honest and truthful at all times. So when they ask me if there is a missing human being in this uh, nun house, I will gladly tell them the truth. Um, But the most important thing to remember here is that we're going to turn you into the next Superman. Yeah, right. That's, that's important because I feel like, you know, the criminals are all around the city. They're, they're feeling more super villainy, you know, like, I mean, someone robbed a bank the other day with a laser beam. That seems like uh, excessive. Hey, anything is possible except for you actually turning into a wizard. That is not possible at all. Uh, No, no. uh, Hogwarts is fake as hell, but you could be the next Iron Man. I'm telling you, I got doctors lined up left and right and engineers lined up left and right. We're going to make you something special, so you just need to hide in that closet for a little bit longer. Okay. I love... I, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And what I like about being Iron Man, that's believable, okay? Because, yeah, I don't know. Wizards get their magic from who knows where, but clearly Iron Man gets his abilities from science and doctors and so forth. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I agree. Um, he, oh, wow. He's, oh, so I just got an email notification. He's actually coming oh. here in... In like, well, ten minutes. Iron Man. So you need to, yeah, you need to hang out in there just a little okay. bit longer, uh, and we'll right. give you some superpowers. So if you like, you're a good guy, right? Like you um, could do good things for the community. I mean, I'm not building a laser beam in my spare time, if that's what you're asking. No, just just making sure that you'll take care of the community. Um, yeah. You know, hey, uh, if we if we do give you these powers, that you'll take yeah. care of the citizens, the elderly, yeah. and mm-hmm. remain orderly. And won't abuse the powers. Hey, you know, you know, I've always lived by what you say in your speeches. And by the way, I found another one of your index cards here. And, you know, this is the one that says, hey, take care of the community, you know, never abuse your powers and 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 definitely make sure that you use the powers to make the community a better place. So, you know, uh, yeah, let me, let me go ahead and grab that because the police are here now. Um, oh. Apparently, they have some um. leaked information. You don't have your cell phone on you, do you? I, I, I do. I was gonna videotape the speech. Oh my goodness! You were gonna videotape the speech? Well, I thought we would move into the 21st century. You know, I mean, there's plenty of people who need to hear what you have to say. So you mean to tell me that you put out in the public air that? You were stuck in a closet at the nun's house, and I I was going to make you the next Iron Man, and he's going to be here in 10 minutes, so you want me to tell him to turn around and fly back to Austin, Texas? 
I, it's not my fault. See, the things you were just saying were so, you know, sophisticated and, and I thought, you know, morally on target that I thought you were giving the speech already. So that's why I was video filming. <sighs> well, now what do I do? Because the police oh, no. officer is right outside. Oh. I can read this guy's badge. It says Officer Bob. Oh. Uh <laughs> Hello, hello. Is there anybody there? Um, oh, oh, oh crap, Officer it's Bob. Just, oh. uh, is is there a missing human being? Here. Is there a missing human being in this house? Hey, it's just closets over here. That we we got a closet area. God, don't listen to the noise coming out of the closets, Officer Bob. It's just nothing. All right, go check it. Gosh, uh, we got a guy. Oh. Alright, I gotta tell you, I was holding this guy hostage, okay, Officer Bob. You might you might like this too, Officer Bob. I had this guy held in there. He was a super truthful guy. He wanted to fight for his community. I was going to make him the next Iron Man slash Superman. You might want to be the next Iron Man, Superman, too, with him. And we can have, like, uh, we can have a Justice League. Oh. Hmm, interesting. Why why, why would I want to do that, though? There's lots of pepperoni pizza rolls, and I think some of them are sausage, too. Oh my gosh, quit no, complaining. No. We were giving you damn no. gourmet foods. I was enjoying them. Disgusting. I only cheese. Cheese is better than those. Oh, they got lots of protein. Hey, you we can have this. We uh, were feeding him really well. We had him in a closet. I just needed to wait until Iron Man showed up. He's going to be here in 10 minutes. Oh yeah, he should be he should be here at nine fifty, but uh, until then. So how do you how do we want to make him Iron Man? How's that possible? It's science. It's not magic because magic makes no sense. So it's obviously science and doctors. Right. So. Well, um, what do you what do you propose here? So I'm trying to fight justice appropriately. I want to have some superheroes here. Am I so wrong to lock somebody in a closet and ask a police officer if they want to fight crime like they see in the movies? I don't think so. Um, yes, it is wrong. Is is kidnapping and 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 uh taking people hostage, and also oh. like the uh, Stockholm syndrome, which is not good. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Definitely, I ha I have I found one of your cards from your speech, and this is the one about you know how if you're ever if you're ever kidnapped, you know just start identifying with your kidnappers and just go along with it. I really identified with this part of your speech the last time you gave it. Preacher why should I not arrest you? Both of you. Both of you seem hey. sane. Oh, you good. can't arrest You can't arrest my prisoner. He's, yeah. he, was, he was one of the good ones. Uh, yeah. It's me you want to take. 
it's, it's a part of my card that 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 I uh, that I wrote that I'm supposed to be truthful at all times. Right. Um, it's just it's me that you want. Just, I I wanted to create a, a mutant that would fight crime and yeah. be the best superhero ever, even better than Iron Man. So if it's yeah. so bad on my part, go ahead and arrest me. Oh. Okay, hey. you're, you're gonna got, I'm getting your handcuffs. Handcuffs. Hey. Oh crap! Yeah. I knew you had hey. Stockholm syndrome. You know what? You can't take him and put him in the prison. Prison's just like you know a, another type of closet where society throws people. Okay, and I don't think that's no. right. No, you can go back home. You know, listen. Stop having Stockholm syndrome. It's fine. Just, just be gone. I. I've been to Stockholm, okay, and I had wonderful European food there, I had a nice time, and then I decided to become a preacher sidekick, and that's kind of my evolution. But yeah, so, so yeah, Stockholm is a nice city, contact your local travel bureau. Huh, that's interesting. You, know, you keep talking about this Stockholm, I don't even know where Stockholm is, and I don't think you know where it is. Stockholm is. So go ahead and tell me, Mr. Chief's officer. So uh, Stockholm syndrome is, is when a kin, when a kin, when a person gets kidnapped uh, and fell in love with their kin, kidnappers. It's called Stockholm because because it first appeared in Russia, where, where the person who discovered it was named Stockholm. Oh, you know what? I think you made that up. For some no, I called- didn't. For something called kidnapping, you know, it really gets a bad rap because, you know, kids are good things and napping is a good thing and you put them together. I submit that it's a good thing together. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like Oreos and ice cream. When they made the cookies and cream ice cream, cookies, cream, what the, it's amazing together. So back to the original point here. Oh. I think I have a good point on my hands that this is not Stockholm Syndrome. It's more kidnapping. And I'm trying to fight crime. You're either with me or you're not. I'm against That's you. Right. I have you handcuffs. You better not run away or else I'll be really bad. That means you're on the other you. That means you're on the other side of the law, officer, because clearly Preacher Stan here is trying to prevent crime and trying to bring Iron Man uh, or a new, better version of Iron Man into existence to fight crime, and you're stopping. You're you're no you're worse than the laser bank robbers. Mm. Well, I did not stop them, so yeah, it's my fault. I did have them on, but uh, they got away. <laughs> the bank robbers. Yeah, let me ask you this question. How many people can you stop at one time, Mr. Officer? Uh, it depends on the group. I mean, I mean, you're just like a whole big group of people to stop. It takes a few police officers, you know. How many people do you think Iron Man can stop at one time, Mr. Officer? Good question. Um, superheroes. Wait, it's 9.50. You should be here right now. Oh, oh no! He, he told me he caught traffic. Oh! Oh wait! I see, oh. oh wait! I see him! Oh no! 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 Oh no! He's no! Why are you taking me up, Iron Man? No! 
Iron Man, welcome to the party. <laughs> thank hey, you, thank uh, you for having. Well, well, we're, hey, just, we're, just, we're just hanging out here, uh, you know, enjoying the innermost, uh, sanct, sacred sanctum areas of the nunnery. Yeah, yep. We have plenty of nuns overwatching this, and we have this police officer claiming that he can do better for our citizenship and our city hmm. than you. And a second Iron Man, which is my protege, Jacques. That's me. Yeah. What's happening? Why is there two Iron Men? I'm just a police officer. Please don't hurt me. You're you're wondering about how I got the name Jock, even though I'm known to, you know, (laughs) carouse around Stockholm. Well, I'll tell you, it's a bit of my backstory, but I grew up in France and then moved up to Stockholm during a spring break in college. That's the story. Then I became a preacher, a preacher sidekick, and that's my story. Oh, you're a preacher. That's not cool. In America, his name is Jock. Um, but he goes by Jacques, um, because he wants my... to be a little more fancy, a um, little more French. Uh, French it up, you know. Oh my! Oh my goodness! The proteins in the in the pizza puffs are going straight to my bones and muscles and creating fantastic strength with which, which I can open the door of this closet. Ah, my plan is working. Yes, Iron oh. Man will teach oh, no. you the ways of being an Iron Man, but better Iron Man so this police officer can see his way out of the door. That's right. No, no, no. Iron Man. Iron Iron Man, why are you in my neck? Iron Man, wait. No, no. Uh Oh. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Iron Man. Iron Man. Oh, man, Iron Man, you just killed that police officer. I hope you had some, like, style. I hope you had some like evidence that that was a really you know bad cop because I mean while we didn't agree with him I don't think we could have instituted like killing oh, him. I think we have plenty of evidence. He, he believed me the whole time that I was trying to create a super villain, not a superhero. Right. Wait a minute. Yeah, I was trying here. I stayed in the same, same, uh, Wait a second. As you. Where is this voice coming from? This the cop is dead. Uh, His body arm. is limp. Where are the voices coming from? Oh, are they in my own I, head? I think that's the computer. I'm, that's the computerized no, voice of Iron Man. It's, it's hard to hear correctly. Yes, I am Iron Man. So it's being projected out of the suit by a speaker. It's not the actual voice of Iron Man inside. That's how it works. It's, you know, a technological device. Oh, wow. Well, uh, well, Iron Man, thank you so much for choking out that cop. Gosh, he was getting on my nerves. <laughs> I so where do we go from here? What, uh, what kind of, what kind of, Crime? Do we fight? Do you guys want to fight drug crime? You guys want to 
you know, prevent people from speeding on the highway? What do we do? I think think with the advanced bone growth of the bones in my ear, I hear that someone is breaking into the tabernacle of this nunnery with some kind of laser. Oh, no. Not the laser robbers. No. Who is it? Who, Who could it be? Uh, no, 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 not the tabernacle, because the tabernacle, no, that's the sacred, that's, no, that's super sacred, we cannot let the people, go, we have to go, we have to go, everybody, go! Right, okay, okay, I'll go. I am trying to run as fast as I can, but I do have rather thick thighs that are, you know, I gotta get used to them. (laughs) Oh, no! Uh, Oh, there's a, oh, there's, no. a band, there's a there's a bank laser bandit fighting you. I'll I'll protect you, preacher Steve. I no, I'll punch you too. I'll punch, punch, punch. I'm punching, but my my fists are so large and unwieldy that I have to get used to them. Hi, I'm Iron Man. I'm Iron Man. No, Iron Man. No, Iron Man. You know Iron, Iron Man, Man revenge. It's Iron Man will have revenge. It sounds a lot like you're trying to... Iron Iron Man was going to choke me out. He was being controlled by the nuns. I am bad man. man. The nuns. nuns. We need to get the nuns. We need to kill all the nuns. We shouldn't have trusted them. They're, of course, wearing those outfits that conceal their faces so that nobody knows who's committing the crimes. I should I should have never Don't listened to them. They're they're turning you Don't. into an elephant. What? Your bones are Don't growing and everything is growing because no. they're trying to turn you into an elephant. That's why these bones on my face are growing yeah. in the tusk. Oh, no. oh crap! <laughs> I'm become a new elephant for you. Do you this think this be a great zoo? I <laughs> hope. I hope they have a. Uh, you know, uh, pizza puffs that have peanuts in them, because I got a hankering uh, for that. Uh, oh, yeah, you're elephants. So, oh. pers- so, the reason we uh, decided to do this to you is because you oh. you're uh, too powerful. Uh, you might you know, you might have created the more powerful Iron Man. So we have to stop I, you and turn well, you into an elephant. I just read the ingredients of this. The pizza rolls, they have Elephantitis. 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 Now, I'm assuming that the elephantitis is what, you know, created my powers, and not that I am infected with some kind of disease. Or is it the last? <laughs> yeah. We bought it from, from, from the pet aisle all along. <laughs> oh. I can't. I can't promise anything here. Uh, Iron Man was. He was human. Um, but after he he was trying to choke me out, he kind of flew away, uh, being controlled by the nuns. He was embarrassed, so he's he's gone and he can't really communicate with us. So, um, I? I highly doubt that Iron Man actually had elephantitis. Uh, so, I will, uh, I, I'm not sure where to go here. Um, oh, I'm well, going to have to call some doc- I could, doctors. 
I could cause a stampede towards the uh, towards the tabernacle and stop those bandits. Well, I don't know if I would do that because then the priests would have to get involved. But hello, nuns, hello, damn nuns! I swear. Hello. I don't. I don't know what I'm gonna. Is there any? Hello. Hello. Uh, yeah, we can hear you. Okay, yeah, um, I'm the police officer, yeah. Uh, oh my probably, god! He probably did knock me He's out. alive in there? He's you know, you know what yeah, happened? He, the the powers, the religious powers inside the tabernacle will release, and now the dead are rising from the or back to living. Oh shit! Oh no! Wow. Oh wait! Wait a, a minute! I'm he just a body odor. Alive. I mean, preacher's no, dead. You're body. Just, oh, you're just body odor. No. Body yeah, odor. I'm you, so you glad just, you're back. Yeah, you just hired your mind because you saw dead people. Yeah, that's 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 why you thought he was still alive. <laughs> I am, but I'm the body odor. What's up? Hey, hey, you're speaking so regally. No. You sound a little bit pompous. I don't mean to. To let you know that, but I just want—I felt the need, you know, to tell you because I think I've grown. Wait, I, I am a guest, so that's why you can't hear me that well. Bodybuilder talking to us. What? What? This isn't okay. even a real human. This is body odor talking to us. Yeah, I yes, guess it's. Uh, yeah. Are you concerned? Are you? Are you? Uh, concerned because my body odor looks very much like the corpse of a dead policeman. I mean, he gets it all the time. It's something that comes up at parties. We usually just move past it. Exactly. No. Now let's go. No, talk about party. I heard Iron right, Man is supposed to be a party now at the church. It sounds cool. Oh. Well, I hope there's no danger there. What with rogue lasers blasting around and tabernacles opening up and and religious powers just flying all around. What it comes down, we need to call the Ghostbusters to end this shit right now. Oh, okay. I do have. Wait, I I do have their card. Uh, you know the index card, the index card you have with their phone number on it. It happens to be right here. But I'm I'm not a ghost. I'm body odor. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the same thing. A few thousand votes. No, volts, does volts it? Of, a few thousand volts of proton packs will sort out whether that affects you or not. I've yeah, already dialed. Uh, oh no! And I've already dialed six of the digits of their phone number. Uh, which which numbers did you dial? Because like if if the area code's wrong, oh. it, it, oh. there might be an issue. Look, oh, just because I can't just, just because I can't. Oh wait, you got the right phone number. Oh look, they're here! Fantastic! Oh no! Wow! Oh, excellent! Yeah, if you're if you're wanting to end a scene, you can have the Ghostbusters drop by and assume that everything is going to turn out all right. That everything is okay with the Ghostbusters yeah. arriving. Yeah. 
and of course they blast their own theme song because if you had a theme song that's what you would do yeah 100 percent. it's it's like they're uh the siren and then the the music portion of the movies perfect all right well thanks for coming on pod todd I assume that wasn't a impression of Pod. That would be impressive. Oh, Pod. Pod. Pod, yeah. Uh, I thought you said okay. Todd. Well, we can say, I can thank Todd if I want to. <laughs> that could be the name of Body Odor. Todd Thanks the Bod. To Pod, who is the Body Odor of Pod. Pod uh, is a Todd. So to wrap up here, uh, I always ask, uh, so you've been improvising with a few people on Ooze Bear. Is there anybody that you think is really good that you just want to mention or anyone you think, yeah, yeah that you think is, you Oh, know, yeah. I would have to see the names of the individuals, um, but there is uh, an individual that did a Biggie Smalls impression ah. this past weekend. Uh uh, I don't remember his username, but his Biggie Smalls impression was absolutely flawless. Cool. Um, yeah, so he's he's probably one of my favorites. That's not one of the uh, hosts or admins of the hmm. events. Impressed. Impre- I I want I wonder who that is. I have some ideas, but I won't speculate. But that that sounds pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, doing impressions is always fun. They're fun to try, and sometimes you happen to nail one, which I always think is just an interesting thing to find yeah. out about yourself. His, his was flawless. It was so good. Um, the way he did the Biggie Smalls impression. Um, Pod, do you remember who was uh, doing the Biggie um, Smalls impression this weekend? I do. I think maybe. <laughs> exactly. No, you're you're going to guess no. Uh, That's okay. We'll, we'll, we, I'll, I'll, we can find out through Discord. Uh, that sounds awesome, though. I want to listen to that. Was that on what day? What day was that on? Uh, this Friday, this past Friday. What are you guys doing on Friday? Is that the, uh, I don't know what you guys are doing on Friday anymore, actually. Yeah. Horror jam. Horror jam? Yeah, that was a horror jam. Hmm. Cool. I need to check that out someday. It was kind of difficult. Um, doing like a horror theme or uh the first time i participated was a 1920s theme well it was a great gatsby yeah um and not a lot of people had read the great gatsby so they didn't fully understand that it was almost like a jekyll and hyde sort of event but uh it turned out really good um Really, really crazy events, and um, Jay Gatsby turned out to be Babe Ruth. Hmm. 
because they're from this because they're from the same time period. <laughs> same time period. We started talking about um, like influencers, um, based like influencer marketing today, but back in the 1920s, and we were uh-huh. talking about individuals like that. And then Jay Gatsby was actually Babe Ruth, so he was kind of like double dipping as yeah. um, Jay Gatsby and Babe Ruth baseball legend boats against the current beating on ceaselessly into the past exactly i see that's great awesome. improv yeah um cool uh the other thing i always ask is do you have any other art stuff you want to like tell me about or plug that you're involved in Art stuff that I'm involved in or plug. Um, like your TV anybody show. Is, uh, TV show. So the the Mannings on ESPN2, if nobody actually caught that last night, it's an excellent way for individuals to understand football on a crazy deep level because you're watching Peyton Manning and Eli Manning talk about football uh, at a level that's more than just funny. A lot of um, like Sports Center and ESPN will highlight the funny, but they actually get really, really in depth about football and how um, it's like a puzzle. Um, huh. So that's fun. But um, one of the things that I actually got um, into recently, which doesn't necessarily compete with with the Oozbear, is Voices.com. If people have heard of that or utilize that at all, um, if anybody has like a good microphone and has ever wanted to get into advertising on um, an audio platform, Voices.com is actually super popular and powerful. Um, I've, I've been on it for about six months now and been doing different jobs on there. You can create 30-second skits or commercials and and sell them so that's huh. pretty so it might do be good have, for you and uh, huh. your crew do you have a do they give you a product and you have to just come up with a a like a yeah so essentially what happens is uh once you sign up it's like you can sign up i think it's like 500 dollars for a year but the minimum job that can be requested is $250 and mm-hmm. you send in like your audition. So it's like an acting audition, but you send in your audition uh, and you edit your own voice to make it sound like a commercial. Um, and it's it's a really cool platform to uh, to utilize if you're looking for like freelance work and stuff. Huh. But they'll they'll say like yeah. this is a jingle, this is a um, this is a, a thirty second radio commercial ad for blah blah blah, and and you can actually create your own jingle, and if they like it, they'll buy it from you. If they don't like it, they'll move on to the next thing. Oh, so you have to you're kind of making them and then they have to choose yours also. So it's kind of like you win a, I don't know. Why am I thinking about that? Like they're, they're, they're buying the product that you've created. 
Right. But yeah. you don't, I mean, you don't always have to create like the full radio advertisement because they could just rip that off. So typically what I will do is like create, uh, if it's a 30 second ad, I will create 10 seconds of content and then send that in and if they like it then i'll actually create the radio advertisement that's 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 really interesting yeah i, I didn't know you could it's do that like on yeah like on i don't know like on spec i don't know if that's what it's called like that but that's really cool i've never heard of spec um i don't know what spec is <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I create my uh, my stuff on Adobe Audition. Yeah, spec spec. I, I'm I'm sorry. Spec is like speculative work, where you're, you know, you volunteer the design and then two prospective clients. That's exactly what it is. That's the that's the, gotcha. the name of the thing. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Similar. Very similar. I wanted like yeah, doing voiceover sounds an interesting thing to do. Uh, so that's an interesting way to do it. See, that's in one way because I knew you could do like, like an audio book or something. You can do that for like, yep. you know, you could do that for free or volunteer to do that. But yeah, and you can take classes yep, in that I, too. The the voiceover. That's stuff. that's one of the things uh, as well is audio books. So it'll let you know like the time or the the length of time that you actually have to um, produce content. So audio books is one of them. It'll say 127 pages, 300 pages, and you read it. Yeah. And then it so ends you just up being... read a couple pages, and then that's how your, your tryout yeah. goes. And those jobs are several thousand dollars. Huh. But I'm sure you're reading something like, you're reading like instructions to like a DVD player or something like that. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Or it could be a novel. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I would like a novel, please. <laughs> Just pray that you get the job. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Pod. What's what's going on with yeah. you? Uh, nothing what? much. <clears throat> um. All righty. I voted to make sure and check in. <laughs> well, I'm alive. I'm breathing. Uh. Good. <laughs> <laughs> good that's 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 the kind of standards we're looking for we're all we're all <laughs> alive breathing uh still have five fingers well ten fingers ten toes five fingers no i can hear yeah taste things feel things you get the, the whole symphony of senses i have Seven senses. Ah, you do. Uh, you do have more than the normal five. Here's the. <laughs> here's the one, oh no! Here's the one interesting one that I think it's overlooked, but I think it's really cool. If you close, this is true. You have the sense. If you close your eyes and you have your hands in front of you, you know which one's above the other one and which one is below the other one. And it's like, what sense is, can detect that? Because it's not necessarily feeling. It's it's something else, right? You kind of have this sense of body position. Huh. That's yeah. interesting. Well, it's like yeah. the uh, the sense of like somebody staring at you and you, well, they're behind mm -hmm. you, 
but you can sense that they're actually staring at you. Yeah. Like what yeah. sense is that? Uh. That's the a evil eye. Sense. Yeah. You're sen- you're sen- mm. you're sensing you're in danger. so the last the last bit here is what's called the storm off sign off where what happens is i thank you for coming on and very sincerely and then after that you uh get mad you get mad at me and you tell me off and then you sign off and you get the last word and you hit the hang up button but 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 I do want to say that I do appreciate you coming on. Uh, you're the first person I've had on here who I didn't know at all uh, who signed up. So I like that you kind of you took that kind of step uh, going into the unknown along with me. So that's fantastic. And I, yeah, I really appreciated everything you, we we chatted about. I thought you had you had some really good insight into some of the stuff, and you put things into ways that I hadn't heard before, which I really really enjoyed. And you took yeah, you you you, you sounded like you were thinking deeply about what you were saying, and it, it was cool. Um, and yeah, the improv the improv was fun. I thought I think that uh, we got we got a little bit we got a little bit wacky, but I did enjoy. <laughs> this, this this world we created that is probably doomed i think but yeah i really i really enjoyed it uh all that improv and i'm uh glad you popped in their pod as well and uh, yeah i appreciate that you came on yeah well uh i i will say that your body odor is probably one of the worst body odors i've ever smelled and it's actually coming through my laptop now i have never experienced this um but it, it could be the marijuana that we smell from Colorado. Uh, mm. but yeah, I definitely hated the segments. I am actually going to go to bed now and regret this decision for the rest of my life.